Welcome to The Possibility Perspective with me, Jess. Authentic, bold, and challenging conversations. The authentic part comes in as me just showing up with an openness to possibilities. The bold is getting to some topics that might ruffle some feathers. And the challenging is for all of us to challenge ourselves, be open to looking at things through a different lens. You'll hear stories from me, conversations with peers, and interviews with experts on a variety of topics, all with different perspectives. Now, let's get started. Okay, here we are. I have a guest with me today who is an incredible human being. She's an accomplished author. She is the um, a healer. She's an intuitive. She is the creator of an entire media platform, Cornelia Stephanie Media Group, who is mentoring and grooming people to get their voices out in the world. Uh, she is someone who I admire a lot and I've gotten to know quite well over the last few years. And I asked her to be here today because this conversation is about core values and core beliefs. And I see Cornelia as an expert in this arena, and I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. So Cornelia, thank you for joining me. I'm glad you're here. Oh my gosh, Jess, I'm so honored to be with you. Thank you so much for having me and asking me to be with you today to have this enlightening conversation. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, this is something that I've struggled with a lot. And actually, I realized in prepping for this that I have used core beliefs and core values interchangeably. And then I realized in Googling it, it's actually our beliefs that form our values. <laughs> so they aren't the same thing necessarily, um, but they kind of are. And I want to start with this because I want to know for you, how did you get to the root of whether they were positive or negative core beliefs? How did you get to the root of your own personal beliefs, move through whatever you needed to move through to be where you are today? So the, the belief, let's identify a belief right away. Like what would the belief be? So we can make it I am worthy or I'm not feeling good enough, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. that would be uh, a belief. So we, you know, I am worthy is a positive belief, right? Yep. And I'm not feeling good enough or I'm not worthy is the negative belief. And how do you, so if you identify, let's say, and I, one of my beliefs that I've realized I had to work on is it doesn't matter how hard you work. Sometimes life just isn't fair and you lose. Okay. That's a core, that's a core belief that I've held for a really long time. And I think I still have to work on it. Oh, that's so good, Jess. Let's say it again. It doesn't matter how hard you work. Sometimes life isn't fair and you lose. Wow. That's, that's really, you know, how did you find that belief out? How did that, how did, how did you realize that, that you had that belief? Because this is a big piece. A lot of times people don't even realize what their beliefs are or what they're thinking about. So for something like this to come to the surface, how did you find it out? You know, it's, I'm not sure. It came to me in thinking about this show and I was trying to figure out, I was, I've been really trying to identify what my core values are as a person. What are my values today? And I want to get into that a little bit later and talk about where we stand with our values and what we do about it or don't do about it. But 
I came to that just in realizing and opening up to their surrender and release that there is something greater than me because maybe I didn't lose. See, that's the, that's the belief I want to change. The belief I want to change is it doesn't matter how hard you work. Life isn't fair. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you don't get what you were working for, but you have to surrender and release to a higher power that maybe that just wasn't your path. Doesn't mean you lost. That's yeah. how I'm flipping that belief around. Yeah. And that's, that's a really powerful way to reframe and to, to, to flip that. Now, the key with what you just did there is to ask yourself, do you believe that now? Right. And I don't believe that now. Okay. So there we go. This is really good because you said you don't believe that now. And then I'll say to you, could you consider the possibility of that flip to be your new truth or the new truth? Could you consider it as a possibility? Could you consider it? I absolutely could consider it. Okay. So now that we have your willingness and consideration, it, there's already a softness there. It's already an opening. So now it's, it's open. And the fact that you can consider that flip being the truth now, mm -hmm. that now is, is where you begin. I'm considering it. I'm looking at it. And you want to then look at your own behavior to it and you know how you're responding to that and that's the first place to begin to install if you will a new belief into the subconscious because basically we make automatic choices every day from the programs in our subconscious that's why i asked you earlier how did you find that belief because to find a belief out like that you really have to you have to really look inside the subconscious where everything had been ingrained from a long time. And then we make choices and decisions every single day based on those beliefs that have been buried in our subconscious until we make them conscious. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and just for everyone. So I'm getting coached in real time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and this is work that you do with people though. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, it's the work that I've done on myself. So you asked me earlier, you know, how did I, how did my journey start out? Well, I first, when I left the old world, if you will, the, you know, corporate world, and I started my holistic journey, my new life, my, you know, my uh, passionate life, because first I went after passion because I felt like a robot from, you know, working day and night, working day and night. And I, I felt like I had no passion. So I went after passion first. And then after that, and, and with the passion test came the work of Byron Katie. Mm -hmm. And the work of Byron Katie is um, the four questions. The, the four questions on how to change the beliefs that, that we have. And the question is, is it true? So the belief that, that I would have, that I have to work hard and no matter what I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose, is that true? Is that really true? And how do I how do I feel when I believe that thought? Mm -hmm. Who would I be without that thought? So when I first started getting into that type of critical thinking and that type of way to change my beliefs and change my behavior, that was some really powerful work. 
right? No kidding. That was back in the day in like 2008 when I started shifting my limiting beliefs. And then there's the work of Psyche, right? The work of Bruce Lipton that mm -hmm. talks about, you know, shifting your negative limiting beliefs into something more positive with a facilitator. And that is using Psyche where you use your physical body to muscle test and see how you feel about the beliefs that are there and then to install the new ones, right? Mm -hmm. So doing that work and, you know, for years then, along with the emotional core work that I specialize in, and that is to, you know, heal the trauma, the emotional trauma of our past, which is was a really big component for me in my life. And then with healing the trauma that I found myself in and helping my clients as well. But the belief work, uh, making every single negative limiting belief uh, that was in the subconscious that I used to make choices and decisions on automatically, making them all conscious and then installing new beliefs that are more true for me. And like I said, I first started to use the work of the Byron Katie, is it true? How do I know it's really true? How do I believe when I, when I, how do I feel when I believe that thought and who would I be without it? And then mm -hmm. I would just work with my own mental body and, and, and switch those beliefs and work them like that. Nowadays, we can do it so much quicker than going through this whole exercise with the, the way that I just showed you right now. And like when I had, my, uh, had another client that I was working with, and this person was um, a dean of a dean of a college, of a spiritual college, where he was the, the dean of the of divinity, right? And so he's been in this college and he was a dean there and all of the things. And he never found his way to get close to God. So he didn't have an intimate relationship with God. And that was something that he really wanted. So when we were working together one day, he he, he was crying because he said, I just, I just, I just don't understand what my problem is that I've never gotten close to God, that I've never been able to get close to God and in, you know, in all the work that I've done. And when I asked him, could he consider the possibility that he can do that now? Then the walls came down and then the tears came down. Mm -hmm. And then, and then he moved in and then spirit started doing its work there. And then he started taking that energy from there and saying, yes, I want to have an intimate relationship with God in that way. With you, that with what you're talking about, that no matter how hard you work, you know, life is hard and I'm going to lose. You know, that, that's like a three point thing. Like you said, you did your, you did your flip. Yeah. And now when I ask you the question that with the reframe that you did, since you considered the possibility that you, what was the reframe? Um, oh my, well, now I forgot. That, oh, so the reframe was mm -hmm. that, well, sometimes you work really hard and that wasn't meant to be your path or something. I don't remember exactly the words we said now. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I don't, I don't remember either, but you know what? Here's the beautiful thing. You can always go back and listen to that replay again. 
for those words because yeah. you considered the possibility. Now that you have the possibility, this is always a way where you can look at a negative limiting belief and ask yourself, is it possible for me to change this? And how would I feel if I had a different belief? What would be more empowering and what would be more serving? So right. here's the thing. do you like to work hard, Jess? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well, you're a hard worker. Accept it. Yeah. You're a hard worker. This is who you are. You work hard. So that's, that's true. And that's empowering. And life is not fair. That's true. You know, that's true. But no matter how hard we work, that that's a, you know, because it was no matter how hard you work, you're going to lose. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's the reframe is no, there's no losing. I mean, that's, it's the release and the surrender of that to you show up the best of your ability, let go and let God, because whatever is meant to be from that point on will be. Right. Yeah. And then the whole piece about, because again, when we look at the energy behind it, no matter how hard you work, you're going to lose. Mm -hmm. That feels like uh, you will never get your prize, if you will, or that feels like you're you're never right. going to achieve what it is that you want to achieve because you're going to work hard, you're going to work hard, you're going to work hard, but you're never mm -hmm. going to get you're never going to get it. Right. And the only way that you're going to shift that really is to bring it right back home into the present moment, right here, right now, where you are right now, and realize that you already have it because. Right now, if we look at all your experiences up until this point right now, you are winning and you've already won. Right. Right? Right, exactly. You, you are winning and you've already won and um, you will continue to do so. And you will continue to work hard because it's an ethic of yours. It's actually a value of yours. It's right. something that you value. You value working hard right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Right. And I, I want to talk about that for a second because core values, this is something, and I don't know that we can have this conversation without bringing up a little bit of, uh, the world today, because I think the world today is fighting with each other, standing in our core values, right? Take away the right and wrong of it, but we are yeah. standing in our core values. And my question to you is, because there are two things that I've heard that are conflicting, and I want to know your take on it. Because one is, lead, if, you're, if you're good with your inner truth and your core values, there is no need to go like this about it and share it from the rooftops and blab about it on social media and put it in everybody else's face. You just are good and you live your life peacefully by example. That's one view of it. Now, the opposing thing, and maybe I'm interpreting this wrong, but I've also heard if you don't stand for something, you stand for nothing. And how can, you know, right or wrong, right? If, if you are in your core value and you see something that is wrong to you and your core value, you have to stand up for that. You have to stand up for people. You have to stand up for what you believe in. But those two things, those two things don't match to me. So I want to know, what do you think? Yeah, I love that. Well, th th you know, there's there's a lot of things to what you said. So uh, I, I believe in the first option also, 
I believe in that first option to get really good with yourself and we lead by example and standing in our core values. Mm -hmm. And then I'll give an example of when I would stand up and say something yeah. when I'm coming out of the Walmart parking lot and I'm, you know, getting, actually I'm getting ready to go into my car and I'm getting ready to leave and I'm looking across the street and I see this big dude standing over this woman and he is just, you know, about to do something. And I'm just like, oh my God. And cars are driving by, nobody's doing anything, right? And I'm going, now that's a core value. Mm -hmm. That's a core value for me where it's like, I'm not gonna just drive by and watch this woman get hit by this guy without me saying something or doing something, maybe making a, a phone call, doing something, right? Right. So that, that would be a core value. That is when I would look inside my car and go, okay, what do you want to do about this? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll, you know, I put all my stuff in the trunk. And then I said, I'll just drive by and see if she wants, if she wants a ride and I'll drop her off somewhere. Right. So then when I drive by and I roll my window down and I go, excuse me, do you need some help? And then she looks at me and she said, mind your effing business. Okay. So I'm like, wow, okay. So then I drive away. But the point is that I saw the violence that was being put upon that woman. And that was a core value of mine. No women being beaten in front of me, no children being harmed. And I'm going to stand up if it's in my immediate space. And I'm going to say something because mm -hmm. that's how I'm going to be true to my core value, because it's a core value for me. Right. I'm not going to put myself in harm's way, but I'm going to, I'm going to do something about it. So that would be a time where I would, you know, stand up and do something. And mm -hmm. so that would be one on, on, on the one thing that you said. And then the other thing is all the division that's taking place right now with everybody having their beliefs. And you said it about everybody wants to be right or wrong. You know, it's about I'm being right and you're, you know, these are your beliefs. And so that keeps every all of it separate and keeps everybody separate and divided. And mm -hmm. so the space that I'm bringing to the equation is I'm a bridge builder and I'm mm -hmm. going to bring the bridge and I, my core value and what I believe in is unconditional love. That's who I am. That's the energy I'm going to bring. That's the frequency I'm going to hold. So I'm going to always come with the intention of I'm here to listen to you and to be curious about what your beliefs are, even though we may not agree, but I'm going to hold a space for you to be heard and a space for that to be, um, that conversation to take place. And I'm not here to push your, my beliefs on you. Mm -hmm. That's the energy. I love that. And that's a key, not pushing your beliefs on anyone, because I don't care what your beliefs are, right? If you push them on somebody, you've crossed a line in my opinion. That's my opinion. And that's where, you know, you end up with a little bit of, uh, I don't know, hypocrisy, I suppose, is, in this also, my opinion is the, the, the facade, I don't know if that's the right word, but you're masking, you're masking, pushing your own beliefs in calling it, well, I need to, I feel compelled to speak my truth. Yeah. I feel compelled to speak my truth. And so therefore I am going to push my beliefs on you to try to change yours. Yeah. But I don't think really when you're talking inner truth, 
you feel the need to do that if you're actually really good. Is that true? I don't, I don't know. That's yeah, my I, agree. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. If you're really in your integrity, then you, then you allow other people to have their beliefs without you pushing your beliefs onto them and your truth onto them. You, mm -hmm. you stand in your truth and you stand in your knowing it's the whole, there's this spiritual um, new agey kind of thing that had you know taken on a momentum and life of its own where it's like oh yeah if you're speaking your truth you're spiritual or you know there's th this kind of energy that has been put out there and people that are masking behind that and that's just that's just really uh, still perpetuating the old behavior mm -hmm. but I like you know that's why like when I love when you asked me to have this conversation because now you know, people can really sit back and look at their own behaviors and their own values and what it is that they, what, what it is that they believe and what it is that they stand up for. Mm -hmm. And so if you, if you believe in unconditional love and that's the world that you want to create and live in, that's a core value. Now that's something that is core to you. If you believe in freedom and you want to be free and that you believe that you, you know, this is a core value for you, that this is the uh, the world that you want to inhabit, then that's a core value. So start making, making those, writing those down so that you know what they are and identify those things to you. Like if, if you believe in, you know, speaking your truth, but, you know, to yourself and to your inner circle, I would say, so that you can really communicate what your needs are, what's true for you, not in a way where you're like going, we have to do this my way, but this is how I feel. This mm -hmm. is what's true for me and start communicating from that level. But that's what, how we identify what our core needs are and what our core values are. Because at first, you know, when, when we have our basic needs met, our survival, we've got our security, we've got our food, we've got our shelter, we've got those needs met. Now we're looking at more spiritual needs, like we want deeper connection, we want, you know, to communicate with God, we want to communicate with source, we want a more spiritual life, we want to communicate with nature, nature, core value, core value, spending time in nature. I know this about you, Jess, that nature is one of your core values. Mm -hmm. And why do I know this? Because we've been working together over the years. And I know that whenever you get a chance, you go out in nature and do your hikes and connect with nature and do the things that you do, because I know that. And I also know that music is another core value of yours. Mm -hmm. So that's when we get really interested in building relationships and listening and listening, really listening to what, uh, the people in our circle, what they love, then we can support them in their expression of their core values in that way, like I am doing right now with you. Absolutely. And I think the key there is listening. We have to learn to listen and listen to understand, not listen to respond, because those are two very different types of listening. Listen to understand. Do you know that this listening piece was when, you know, how, when, when the new year begins and we choose our word for the year, we choose mm -hmm. a word that we want to embody. Well, this year I had chosen that I want my theme for the year. I, I really want to learn how to be a better listener. 
And people in my community, when I shared that with them, they were like, wow, why do you want to be a better listener? You listen pretty good already, you know? <laughs> and I said, no, I want to take it to a, a deeper level. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like that really has, you know, helped me now to be able to be present with people where I can more listen from all the other senses, from the intuitive sense, from the from the um, hearing, from the sensing, from all the different senses that, you know, that we have as humans, I can listen more from, from that place, even to the point where they don't even have to say anything. They can just be, you know, I was already doing that before, but now it's gotten even deeper. So it's great because I've developed my intuitive skills in that way by being more curious to understand, help me understand why you feel this way. Yeah. Help me understand why, what, what you're thinking about, help me see so I can understand. And I think that's a key to take away when we're trying to build relationships with people, friendships, romantic relationships, whatever. And let's say we've got a little bit of a difference in core beliefs or core values, but we value that relationship that's key in that communication is being able to be open with a curiosity to understand why they believe what they believe and have some compassion for it and then figure out if the relationship is something you can move forward with. But I think that's key. And I think that we're in a place right now where there's so much division and there are relationships that are being lost all over the place. And if we find that those are worth saving, I think it starts with that. It starts with approaching people with different beliefs and values with an open and curious listening. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the takeaway, you know, for your own inner circle. And certainly if we can't do it in our inner circle, then how do we expect to have it done and to have it play out in the world? If mm -hmm. we can't have peace and curiosity and bridge building in our own inner circles, in our own community, then how can we do it at the, with the world at large? And that's where it begins. Absolutely. And I want to I want to close us with reading something that came from one of Teal Swan's recent blog videos because th this just hit me so heavily. And I I know not everybody follows her. And so anyone who my three people who may listen to this, <laughs> I want you to hear this. The empowerment that you have in what is happening in the world is to be a part of the solution to the actual root of what is happening in the world today. This means you must seek the root. You must become the antidote to the root dysfunction that you see in the world. Take each and everything that is upsetting you in the world and look to what the deepest root cause of it is. Make your thoughts, words, and actions into an antidote to that root cause. No one can stop you from making yourself into an antidote. And the more people that become the antidote, the closer the root problem is to being healed. You cannot control other people. You cannot control what they do or not do. In fact, if you try, you become part of the biggest root problems in the world. So what you can do is figure out your own root and work on your, basically, this is me paraphrasing now, but this is work on yourself. Yeah. Work on yourself first. Yeah. And you know what? And this is why this is, has been all what my work has been about mm -hmm. is guiding the person into themselves to work on their own healing. And when, when you have that, 
that's how you're going to change all the relationships with the people that you are relating with because you're coming coming to the relationship with a full cup not from a depleted resentful state because you're always looking outside of yourself looking for the other person to give you something or do something for you that you haven't first given yourself and we are the ones that we've been waiting for we know we've heard that term we are the ones we've been waiting for and we already have every single thing that we need on the inside of ourselves that we we came equipped and now the only thing we have to do is be curious to find out what is it that you need what is it that's important to you what are your core values and like teal said start there start at the root and when you start at the root the old root that used to be uh decayed with uh, not good enough, not worthy, that had shame and separation and um, abandonment and betrayal at those roots. Now those roots are worthiness, shining, strength, uh, security, you know, and that's the root that you want to fertilize. That's the ground that you want to walk on. And the tough pill to swallow sometimes is we have absolute control over that. We are the ones that control that. Whether our destiny is to succeed or fail, it's in here. And if we can admit that and then seek help when we need it, I'm, I'm looking at a woman right here who's available to help. CorneliaStephanie.com. Look her up if you're interested. Um, you saw a little bit today of how you can get coached by her in real time. This is like a little speed dating version of it, but um, <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Jess. And I appreciate you. My goodness. Aren't we now? Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that offline. Got it. Uh, and I'm going to close. I always make a song recommendation, something that speaks to my heart, something that speaks to the topic usually. And this uh, my song recommendation for this episode is Common, and it is a collaboration between Brandy Carlisle and Maren Morris. I encourage everybody to go check that out. Um, part of the lyrics are, we have way too much in common, so what's the point in fighting? Uh, so check it out. It's a really great song, and I thank everyone for being here. Until next time. Thanks for listening to The Possibility Perspective on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information about the show, you can subscribe to the podcast. Visit thepossibilityperspective.com.